big week it was. We'll talk Jordan Grace in the Rumble. We'll talk CM Punk. And of course, we got to talk Vince McMahon. Let's get to it. Third League Radio. All right, so I guess we just got to jump into it. We got to talk Vince. I mean, that's the big news. That's unfortunately what's going on. Every time uh, wrestling makes mainstream, mainstream news, it's for something like this, sadly. But um, don't worry, guys. We haven't dedicated a whole show to this, even though I've been pushing for it. We just got to get to and, it. And uh, we're not going to go into detail. You can read it yourselves. It's Yeah, it's... Yeah. I like to call it the uh, mads, Mad Libs of Nasty Behavior. Just uh, take out a or something or anything uh, and just say, Vince, blank this. <laughs> you put whatever expletive you want in there and it works. Okay, well, I've always heard professional wrestlers try to take themselves and turn it up to 11. You know what I mean? That's uh, the, the best character is yourself with the volume turned up. I've never heard of one who had to turn the volume down to play their character. And that seems to be Vince McMahon in the nicest way that I can put it. You're saying he turned into his character. No, I'm saying he had to turn the volume down in order to play his character. I'm saying oh, he personally he's, is much worse. Yeah, he's he's the character is actually nicer than him, yeah, which is kind of uh, scary to yes. think about now. And gives, I'd like to give the kiss my ass club a whole new meaning. I'd like to throw this old one out there to you too. Uh, how about everybody? How are you guys feeling about the the booking skills of a certain other promoter and everything that everybody's having a problem with? So we don't have any problems with Vince. Huh. You got I mean, no, seriously, people that have defended this guy for years and just kind of like, oh, he's just kind of a pervert. He's kind of a what? Who's the one who pushed for Edge and Lita on what, yeah, SmackDown? I'm, man, Vince is, I mean, if you, if you look back at these ideas, like you said, Edge and Lita, like I mentioned, the Kiss My Ass Club, the... Well, the... Uh, I'm, I'm glad it didn't happen angle with Stephanie, um... Where he was the father of Stephanie's kid. That was actually proposed. I'm by him. Yes. By him. Not and, just anybody else, but him. And then when she said no, he was like, What about Shane? Yeah, what is that? That's I'm not He's like, let's 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 take this out of the toilet and put it right into the garbage. Yeah. Let's do that. Course. Let's do that. So I mean but when you take all these old things and you look at them in this light, man, it's hard to uh, man, it's hard to justify the attitude era by a long shot. I mean, it, it, it brought it's, wrestling into the eyes of a lot of it's people. It's like if it Stephen King wrote nonfiction. I it as a kid. I mean, okay, I've said before, I can't, I can't remember when I for, for what first match I watched. Wrestling's always been a part of my life. But the attitude era was real big for me. I was a real big DX guy and all that. But looking back on it, man, at, with this new information in light, wow, you know? Yes, and then now we're in the discovery phase, Eric. And guess what that means? Hmm. A bunch of new fun stuffs about to happen. Yeah, I uh, I do not feel it might be a year, might be two, but the point of this trial was to have other people speak up. We don't know how far down this goes. We don't know who all knew. Um, we have some leads, and like you know, they can't name everybody who they think knew because the lawsuit is just for Vincent and John yeah. Laurinaitis. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's what I was going to mention. Now that you bring up John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace, I uh, Linda McMahon kind of, I think she knew. I don't think this has been a real marriage for a long time, and I he lives in I a have, condo. 
Yeah, let's I, let's get real. He lives in a condo. I hate to put myself in that position of playing marriage counselor, but she knew what Vince was. She's just there for the money and everything. She's just there for the lifestyle and just there. I mean, I okay. I'm I could be completely not to mention wrong. being married is better on your taxes. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm saying I could be completely wrong, but that's just my maybe. Side of it. Maybe she's just as bad. The person that I'm worried about, about that? in this, like, I'm not so much worried about what Linda's going to go through. But Johnny Ace's wife, I don't even know her name. John Laurinaitis' wife. What is... Garcia? I think her last name was Garcia. It was the, oh, the Bella Twins' uh, wife. Yeah, it's, it's Bree Bella's mom. Okay, yeah. but what is what is she going to go through? I mean, she's going to have all this stuff about her husband come out. She's going to learn Lots all this stuff. Lots of testing for venereal diseases. Well, That's I'm, one thing. That's she's, one. She's going to learn all this stuff possibly for the first time. On top of all that, she's got... A relentless internet com- community, if you want to call it that, coming after. I, I've everything. only seen one person actually talk about John Laurinaitis' wife and saying and connecting it to Brian Danielson, and it was all a joke. Like that was one person. He was actually being sarcastic yeah. on purpose. I don't know if anyone's really going to target her per se. Well, I mean, not target, but I'm just saying. Okay, another person. Rena Lesnar, Sable. There's going to be a whole lot of stuff about, about her husband. Brock Lesnar's daughter. Well, I'm just saying that, well, of course, there's going to be a whole lot of stuff about these people coming out that they're probably going to learn for the first time, that they're going to have to deal with people on the Internet talking about nonstop. I mean, they're not so much attacking the women, but the fact that they have to see it and they have to be made, uh, it, 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 it is public and is as disparaging well, look, as it is. Look at all the memes that have been made about the young lady in question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole the whole point of this, the whole reason why she signed the NDA, why she even took the money, is Vince pretty because much told her exactly what's about to happen. It's happening. You guys are doing it. Anybody that's out there that's making well, a meme, anybody that's out there that's making a meme of this girl and everything like that, you can you can justify it and say, okay, she was paid, she was this, she was that. But let's just let's let's just be honest. If you want to engage in whatever activities behind closed doors that you want to legally, now this didn't get legal, so we're going to get that. Yeah. But the actual part of the um, love making, let's just call it love making, because it sounds even creepier when you think yeah. about Vince. Um, when you put it into into quantified things, would you like a meme made about that when your partner went rogue? Well, not even that. Okay. This Lance Storm said it best. This wasn't just a deal between two consenting adults. This was sexual predator type of stuff. He found a woman down on her luck, groomed her, put her in a position to basically be his. Okay, go here, go here, go here. His sex and, slave, if you, if you, if you will. And that's that that's totally not what she agreed to. Even if she did agree to doing any uh, coital activities, you know, then it would. It it wasn't she didn't agree to what he did in the yeah or you know so also she was uh, allegedly promised eventually a vice president role in the company so she was she was under the impression she was getting the three million from Vince and then a stable financial role after that after she had went through the whatever he wanted her to do but none of that happened. Well, fortunately for all of us, Vince McMahon resigned from TKO. He will not be back, I don't think, in any in any respect in the company at all. And I think that's a good thing. 
at, for everybody for all wrestling, TNA, AEW, WWE, Major League, all wrestling in general. I think that's a good thing. Oh, and there's pretty much no way he can get back in the door either. He's got a 12% share of voting shares. Yeah. So he's he's in within TKO. Now, he owned a larger portion. And I'm going to explain this to anybody that hasn't read it real quick. Uh, when he sold WWE, he took stock. Mm-hmm. That's what he's got. He's got, but that's 12% of WWE and UFC. Yeah. So he does own a larger piece of pie. It's just not really going to do anything to get his foot back in the door. And thank goodness for that. He sold, I believe he sold from somewhere around like, he was at like 20 or 30%, maybe even as high as 40%. Now he's back down to yeah, he's, 18. He's and honestly, I'm, I'm, what I'm thinking is after a couple months, TKO Group Holdings is just going to buy out his shares. They're just going to kind of save back a little capital and just get him. They're going to crisp and want him, you know, yeah, yeah. to say. They're just going to make him not part of it at all. Yeah, I can. They, they've already taken him out of the website. You can't search him at all. Yeah. You know, they have every other member. It's exactly what, like, Chris Benoit is just, they're not, they don't want to talk about him at all. Yeah, yeah, I would, uh, I would have to agree with that. Um, as much as he did for wrestling, uh, he, he, to bring it to the light of everyday people, he did as, as much to hurt wrestling in that sense as, I mean, hand in hand. Royal Rumble. Well, I guess we got to talk about good things that happened in wrestling just this week. Um, uh, I think we should start with the... Biggest event work backwards because the only thing about WWE is the Royal Rumble and then AEW had some good matches throughout the week. Yeah, um, I mean, if we're gonna talk Royal Rumble, we got to talk Women's Royal Rumble because that was the best one for me. That was well, we should also one. talk before that. Um, they had no build for this whatsoever, other than the main women Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair until the Go Home Show on SmackDown. Yeah, okay. and that. That's when they got the gold tumbler. So everything they, sh- they should have been doing for three weeks, they did in one night. <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever. Women's Royal Rumble started the show, and it honestly was the best match of the show, carried yeah. the show. It, uh, Like I've been saying on Twitter, that Rumble was something special because it had everyone hooked throughout it. It, wasn't, it didn't have a boring middle. It didn't have a... It, it didn't have, hey, I'm going to go get a beer and merch stand. I'll be back at the end of the match. It was everyone was there. Everyone was trying to see the surprises, and everyone knew Bailey was a Final Four. No one thought Bailey was going to win, especially in the way she did with Becky getting eliminated way earlier. No, I thought uh, WWE was going to pull a uh, a crazy one out of the hat and let Jade Cargill win the Rumble on her first uh, time. I was like, look at this, look what they're going to do. Cobain's like, no, no, it's not what's going to happen. But I mean, uh, I think the big surprise was. Not just that uh, WWE had an entrant from TNA in Jordan Grace. They said the name TNA. They said Knockouts Champion. They didn't. Now, I I will say this is it irks me a little bit. When Mickey James joined the Rumble, they said T- or Impact Women's uh, Champion, and it was Impact Women's World Championship. They now they say TNA Knockouts. They didn't say TNA Knockouts Women's World Champion. They said Women's Champion. So, um, it's defended internationally. It's a world title. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I like uh, I like Jordan Grace. I've I've always liked Jordan Grace. I thought she did good in this match. She was probably the best one in the match for her time in there. She wasn't going to win. She wasn't going to be a final four. But what she did in the match, how she put over 
the people she was working with while she was getting herself over and the fact that people responded to her like they did. I thought that was really, really good for them. And I don't give WWE a lot of credit, but I will say that was really good for them. Well, when she came in, she came in like a house on fire. She comes in. She's already she's already trying to hit her spots. If you'll look, you see her prepping for the spots, yeah, yeah. waiting, you know, waiting to set up and everything with it being such a big match. She was very impressive. There was only one downside to that match. There was only one thing that I thought was a downside. You and I have discussed it. Of course, you and Cobain watched it, you know, watched it yeah. together live. I was meanwhile on in my recliner watching it home too, <laughs> and. Kachana Chance, and you brought her up a few weeks ago. Casey Kamitaro. Uh, yeah, and she she's great. She's great as a ninja. Like, I loved her. As, like, I was very, very hardcore to watching American Ninja there for a while. I was too, yeah. And really liked her. She was one of those ones I was just, like, really, really excited for to get signed. And she's not bad, but... She just seems to telegraph everything way too soon. That's... Well, Another thing is I think she needs a better gimmick. Just her and her friend are... They're still riding their NXT momentum, and they don't really have any gimmick besides they are their tag team together. And this is what, what I, I would... Say. She's an... Like you say, she's American Ninja Warrior. Why don't we give her, like, a karate gimmick or something? You know? <laughs> like an American Samurai or something. She's called Katana for Pete's sakes. How much more karate can you get? Well, this is my Frank problem. Kick? This is my problem with the PC. Okay, this is my problem with the PC. I always say the PC is a bad thing. It's just like the power plant. I don't see a lot of good in it except as a workout facility, as a main. It's where you can go when, you're, when you've already gotten your talent. But when they're bringing people in like this, Casey Catanzaro can work. She can do it. She can be a professional wrestler. But like you said, she's telegraphing everything. She's way too green. And Cobain, like you alluded to it, her and her partner – they're just friends. They're just her and her partner. They've got matching outfits. What's the connection? As Bully Ray would say, where's the story? Tell me a story. And you don't get that when you're just in the PC. You don't get that kind you of know, AEW women, they, they can tell a story. They got matching tattoos. <laughs> what do you got? Matching matching gear? Well, tell us the story behind the gear. Did it come at a hardship? <laughs> Did they have to sleep on the gym floor? <laughs> Did you guys have to go together to get the discount on two sets? Is that what happened? Was a buy one, get one free sale? Uh, BOGO? But no, okay. This is kind of something I missed a little bit earlier talking about Jordan Grace. I saw it on my paper written down here. Kind of switching back a little bit. I saw people online already. Oh, she's definitely going to WWE after her contract. Definitely, 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 definitely. She's had the chance a couple of times. She, she might. Fair, fair enough. She's had the chance. She has it. Well, I think I think people need to get out of this mindset of WWE is the premier place where people want to go. Maybe some people don't. WWE's culture has not been good. Maybe that's going to change with Vince being gone, but there's some people who just didn't want to be there because of that. Also, I did notice, now granted it could be just the rumble, but they did let her work her normal moves. Yeah, she uh-huh. didn't get to do any uh, Made in Japan's or G. JML drivers or anything like that and I don't know if she would because again this was a rumble match but we did see her back elbow to the chin which usually is not allowed in WWE yeah because it looks like uh, Judas effect Uh, Andrade can do it well it's also just concussion central yeah yeah, true true and they don't like anything with the head but anyway uh, moving on after that we got the 
undisputed title early. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a good match actually. I really did enjoy it. It was just it, I enjoyed the ideas more than the wrestling. Yeah, wasn't. I loved what they. I loved the concept and how they did it, and everything worked, and they didn't mess like that. Pot that four way pile up where you know AJ hit the forearm on Roman and he fell on top of him. That could have easily been messed up. So everything was perfect in that sense. It's just I was expecting a little more wrestling. Maybe I was thinking more AJ because I I know expecting wrestling from. Well, no, I know. No, I know the other three are slow workers, and I know Orton can't work much anymore. But I was. Hoping for more from AJ, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Because yeah. he's trying to reintroduce himself. The other people have already kind of done that. Well, I mean, he is. Uh, he's been hitting the gym. Maybe, uh, maybe he's got tired. Maybe his arms are hurting. I don't know. Um. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that Roman was sitting around with you know some storyboard ideas at home and everything. He's got a lot of time. And I, I think I've wrestled more matches this week. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, kidding. Just a little light trolling there, guys. I it was a boring match. It was well put together. It, I mean, like it was it was well put together, but it was your standard WWE match. Yeah, it was. I mean, and it and you, and Cobain just mentions Hogan. I'm going to say, I mean, you, you pretty much close your eyes, and I can predict a Hogan match. Same with Flair. Same, same with, with Rain. Same with Cena. Yeah. No offense to them. Still, some of it I oh my still gosh. watching. When people say The Rock's one of the best on the mic, I'm like, how? He's, He's one of the best at making catchphrases, but if you listen to his promo, it's like a Ric Flair match. Same promo, different person. Yeah, it's it's just rinse, rinse recycle, and yeah, repeat exactly. with the guy. And, I mean, to be fair, it's worked for him. Now, but it's his, it's, it's, it's his bar and pickup lines is what he's using. <laughs> At least he's not using a script, though. I mean, he can stutter his words. He never does. So there you go. Um, That's a good, yeah. But I think we said all we needed to say on Roman Reigns. This was my second favorite match of the night. uh, Kevin Owens Owens. versus Logan Paul. Why do you like Logan Paul? I don't like Logan Paul. You gave him your rookie of the year. Because he was the more... He actually tries as a celebrity wrestler, and he's not just there. I mean, he's he's shown up more than every other celebrity wrestler. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He works out at the PC more than the actual NXT stars. <laughs> I mean, uh, going on a little tangent here, uh, WWE posted a video of CM Punk doing simple holds with these uh, NXT guys. And I don't know if they were just working for an hour and then started filming, but those guys, weren't the NXT guys weren't selling for Punk. They didn't... They weren't getting these simple holes that they should already know. And it's like, well, Logan Paul knows all that, and he's been wrestling way less than those guys. Okay. Fair points. Fair points. But the match itself um, was really all about Kevin Owens. Um, And in the end, someone said they're going to have, like, a celebrity faction with all of uh, the Puerto Rico pop stars going with Logan Paul because he's had... uh, I think someone named Elayo on SmackDown, and then the guy at the Royal Rumble was a different guy. So someone on uh, Twitter mentioned that. I don't know. But it's mm-hmm. it's weird that he has all these different pop stars coming in to aid him during matches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, I get that. I get that. Have all have an all Like, they're all faction. managers. They're not all working. Bad I Bunny, mean. Logan Paul kind of idea. Yeah. That might be a... Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, but the finish of the match was really where the whole substance was. We, uh, we were waiting to see if he, Paul was going to use the brass knuckles. He tried. Uh, Kevin Owens actually countered, grabbed the brass knuckles, and did the KO punch with them. And we thought it was over. The referee counted three. 
looked up. Sees the knuckles on Kevin Owens. And the commentators actually, great call here. They said, oh, now that ref has 2020 vision. <laughs> um, but yeah, they disqualified him after he had counted three and the match was uh, Logan Paul retain. Kevin Owens pissed the fuck off. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, bring, bring it back to the commentate. Comment, uh, going back to the commentators part of things. I gotta say that Michael Cole sounds like a dorky dad trying to make dad jokes when he talks. It doesn't matter that he's tr- if he's trying to say a dad joke. He's like, <laughs> kind of, you know, like... Yeah, he got a little bit some, of goofy in him. Yeah, he does, you know. Gorge, look at that hit. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing going on. But, like, that's really what I get from him, and I'm just... Yeah, I have respect for the guy. He's done it for so long, and he's... <laughs> but he's done, it, he's done a bad coming job up. for very, very long. Well, coming up on 30 or 40? Uh, 30. Close, real close to thirty years now, and he's still, you know, when he gets out there, and you're just like, I can't, I, I, I can't. I will admit, Cole is doing great after Vince stopped having, you know, operations and gorilla, so yeah. you know, talking in his ear, like, no, 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 you can't say that, brother. Um, oh, oh, wait, and on the commentators thing, remember back into the uh, women's rumble, there was a spot with uh, who? What? It was Naomi and. Someone else, I think, or Bianca Belair and someone else, and they were like, "This isn't Corey Graves." Like, this yeah. isn't Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it was like, Jade Cargill and Bianca Belair, and it's like, <laughs> and I was they like, don't look anything alike, Corey. What are you doing? And, uh, maybe he was thinking of the Zendaya, and then that's even more not. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm glad he just moved on past that one. He didn't even address it. They just kept on going. <laughs> um, Men's Rumble kind of sucked. Uh, to be honest, it was just predictable. You knew who was going to be in the last two. I thought they were going to let Punk win again. Cobain was like, no, no, they're not. Uh, we found out Punk was injured during the match, and Cody had a tooth knocked out, both courtesy of the same individual, Mr. Drew McIntyre. Well, Drew McIntyre was going hard in that ring. I don't know if he was just pissed off that day or what the fuck, but he was he was really brutal. Like maybe I don't want to say brutal because I've seen brutal in pro wrestling, but you know what I mean to his standards. Maybe he was he, uh, popping he people. Sign, and he's like, you know what? Hey, I'm giving everybody every receipt they've ever earned tonight. Looks like he worked stiff to me. That's exactly <laughs> what it looked like. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure both those fellows got that because he already knew the outcome of the match. Yeah, could honestly, be. could I, be, could be. I was just I'm joking. Not, I'm but not now the biggest conspiracy it, yeah. theorist, but yeah, if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, shucky ducky, that's a there duck, you go. y'all. Got to do it. Now that you mentioned that, that makes me remember what I was thinking during the match. Is you're building up McIntyre and you're doing all these things and you're making, you're actually. I don't, I don't even know if they're telling McIntyre to do this, but he's building himself on his own social medias because I guess maybe he doesn't get enough TV time, and they've been actually building him for the Rumble. And I, I, maybe when he said that, I was thinking, yeah, he should not have been eliminated as fast as he did. I was thinking he was going to eliminate Punk, and that was yeah. going to be a, yeah. a little story there, maybe during the Chamber, because both of them are probably going to be in it. Unless, of course, you know. Yeah. Well, Punk is Punk. injured. I so. said, unless, of course, yeah. Punk can't make it. That's over a month away. So. Well, that, and we'll, we'll find out tonight on, on Raw, that that is if we any of us watch it. Um, just kidding. Kidding, kidding. Well, I'll watch it. Um, Noah, 
I just look at it from the point of view of like I don't think he intentionally meant to hurt them, like injure them. Yeah. yeah. But I think he did when I think he went in there stiff, and I think he went in there with a chip on his shoulder, mm-hmm. and definitely took it out. That's when people get hurt, folks. But Punk keeps on getting hurt. Is it? Yeah. it should he just stay home now? I, think, I mean, I man, love him. You know what? I love him, but no. Give him, give him a uh, training spot at the PC. Let him bring up young people. Let him make appearances every once in a while. But he hates working with children. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Then, then he can. Then they can, you know, fire his ass. But he should have the Billy Gunn treatment. He should be in there, yelling at those guys like, "I told you five times, and you didn't listen to me." You're listening to Third League Radio. You know, I was talking about the women's rumble was uh, the best uh, match, so I'm gonna. Because I said something in that match that made me think of something else. I was watching Nia Jax, and I don't like her. I don't. I mean, you can say what you want about me, but I don't. And I said that, you know, when I first saw Willow, I didn't like Willow. And now Willow has worked, and she's put in the work to make her character and her ring work better. And I kind of like Willow. And I still don't like Nia Jax. (laughs) Willow's had a shorter time frame for me. But this leads me to another person who I didn't like at first, who I watched. I've been watching on Ring of Honor for the last few weeks, the last couple months or so. Nyla Rose. Wow. Where did Ring of Honor Nyla Rose come from? She's over here calling herself the new queen of the minions, telling Lexi Nair she has to respect my authority. I mean, it's... Dude, she's great. She has got a great character. She's got uh, pulling it together with her ring work. She's not as, um, I don't want to say stiff, but maybe not as reckless as she once was. So well, I think, I don't know. It's, when when did it happen? Where did it come from? Well, I, I think really is, if you look at it, Nyla Rose is one of the most popular women they've had, at least when she did win the title. She always got big pops, and every time I've been to a show... When, even when she wasn't announced, like yeah, that one time, yeah. she got a big pop, and it was at, I believe, his final battle. And it was just, uh, I what I believe is they're having her go down there, work her own gimmick at the top of the women's division, and try to get more subs down there. I think it's the overall goal. Yeah, okay. But. Yeah, but I'm just, I mean, the whole personality she's got now, she's not, she's still the native beast like she was. But now she's, like, funny and playful and not like, I'm going to beat you. Uh, you know what I mean? That kind of contrived, tough person kind of gimmick, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's it's kind of coming into the scenario where you're looking for that story when you brought up Bully Ray. It's like, show me the story. This is the story. <laughs> this yeah. is a story. Like, you know, Nia, uh, Nia Jax... She doesn't have the story. She doesn't have the personality. She seems really nice in person, too, by the way. Yeah. Just saw a video with her and CM Punk, and, like, everybody seems to really yeah, like really her like as a her human as a being. Person, yeah. It's just, I think her attitude, um, I think that's really the turnoff, and I think that Nyla, Ro- Nyla was coming off that way to me. Yeah. And yeah. I did go and check out some of her uh, Ring of Honor work after you mentioned not bad. Yeah. No, not it's, bad. And, and the promo work is way better. I think that if Nia could actually get some, I don't know, I think that my whole thing, if we, if she would have went back and like kind of got a little more uh, 
uh, sense of humor about herself in the character and not try yeah. to be the big, weird Samoan female monster or whatever. Yeah. I think yeah. she can do the same thing, but... Well, this that's what I like about her now. She's still the monster in the ring and as far as beating people up, but not in the personality. In the personality, it's more of her. It's more right. of Right, and fun. that's the story. I mean, that's really what we're looking for. I think that... What people are not seeing right now is that TNA, AEW are having actual better matches. I'll give I'll give the storyline stories to WWE because they do them more often, but they're not really that good. No. If you're going to hire that many writers and everything like that, <laughs> make it can they stop sounding I, like a bunch of sitcom writers? <laughs> no, no. I mean, they're good, but they're not anything life-changing or unique. They're mostly... Yeah. okay. Okay. And I... I don't want to say because everything's already been done before, so everything's a rehash. But like, Simpsons they, already did it exactly. But like, there's no difference to it, and there's no reason to invest yourself in it or care about the people in it. It's like, yeah, all elite. But anyway, let's move on to uh, AEW. They started the ranking system this week or last yeah, week. Yeah, um, what I, don't I know. that was a pretty cool uh, start to it. Pinta and Hangman. I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, what I, I, I guess the thing I want to hit on on AEW is like a real big thing for me with Sting and Darby. Like, are they really going to let Sting and Darby win the title? And are the folks really going to take it from them, or does Sting how, retire with the title? Well, how I explained it, and I know that I believe this is how Tony Khan is thinking, and I don't have a problem with it at all. Um, Big Bill and Ricky Starks had an amazing run with the titles that they should never have had. Yeah, that's true. They got a full tag team out of it. They got over. They got a name. I think they did everything they needed to do as interim champions. Sting and Darby, they have been a tag team for three years. They have never lost. And they have there's, uh, there's a whole story there. They are at, If you bring in the rankings, they are at the top of the rankings. There, there go title shot. And the Young Bucks have already teased putting the title on the line against Sting and Darby at Sting's final match. And that would be a great way to solidify the Bucks' heel. And you'll hear the internet cry, The EVPs just made themselves champions. And it's it's going to be, they're what? playing into it. And it makes Sting have, I don't know, I, I like the legacy that it leaves. I like how it puts over Darby at the same time as giving him a championship where he can have good matches in like there's it's not going to be a it's not going to be a um you know giving the tag titles to like a Road Dog and Jesse James in 2022 you know or something like that Road Dog Jesse James badass Billy Gunn you know if, when they were in WWE <laughs> he, uh, and that I know you know, I know no, no. Billy Gunn is uh Tag champion I now, I and I give and it I, Road Dog. I would give it to Billy Gunn because Billy Gunn puts in the work. I would yeah, I, I, and I I still don't agree, agree with Billy Gunn holding it as long as he did. He is. I know Sting won't hold it for long because he will lose it at Revolution, which is why I think it's a good okay. thing and it's a good will story he, to have. Will Tony Khan ask Sting to retire with the title? Let him go out with that. They, the Young Bucks could Sting put them over. Sting won't want to do it. Darby won't want to do it. The Young Bucks won't want to do it. But will Tony be like Sting? Retire with the title because Tony's very big on things like that. Yeah, but I don't. I really don't think they're going to do it. I think the story's bigger here. With the Young Bucks are the one who takes Darby. And yeah, they definitely get the heat off of that. Yeah. They they take their first loss here. It's all emotional. Sting and Darby have a promo after the show. It's. And it's in Greensboro, by the way. There, there are people 
who saw Sting versus Flair pulling out their walking canes and wheelchairs to come out here and watch this. We're not that old. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, my knee might pop when I stand up, but damn it, son. I got out of my recliner just to hear this, you guys. <laughs> That's just hurtful. Just to take this, this younger abuse. generation and all that stuff. But no, no, in, in all reality, Cobain did the research. I mean, like, these guys haven't lost in the entire time that they've been a tag team. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's time to put the, the bucks over in this one. And honestly, with all this EVP, watch the show, guys. That's, that's the other thing, too. Um... I'd love to have seen the people that would be whining back in the territory days. Look at Dusty give himself the NWA title again. Why does Fritz putting his kids over all the time? Oh, Fritz. <laughs> God damn it, we got Flair and Steamboat for the 15th time. Asshole. Seriously, I'm tired of that Steamboat fella. Why don't you go somewhere, go back where you came from? Texas? <laughs> Texas? Is that where I need to come from? Free agents. Well, speaking of coming from places, we got to talk the big, uh, the big free agent Okada. Oh, so I say Okada's going to AEW. Uh, people on the internet, anytime there's a free agent, like I said, he's going to WWE because automatically people think that's where they, where anybody wants to be. My, um, he also has said very good things about TN- TNA recently. He had the uh, match there. Where he was with the Motor City Machine Guns in that six-man. Then he kissed the ring. Well, kissed the TNA logo as he was leaving. There's a big story. We could do a whole hour on the TNA and uh, New Japan relationship and how it fell through and how it came back. And Okada has big respect for... We could do an entire show on Rocky Romero and how he is responsible... For everything. The CMLL relationship with All Elite, the New Japan with All Elite, New Japan with TNA. Rocky, if it wasn't for Rocky Romero, I don't know how much of this would be going on. Right, right. And that that basically, yeah, it would be in that story, but... um, The thing... What was I saying? (laughs) No, seriously, help me. No, we were talking about New Japan, TNA relationship, how it... Fell through how it yeah. Okada's been there through all of that. He's seen them develop. He's seen uh, what Osprey's done over there. He's seen how they rebranded themselves and how they're investing money into themselves to make themselves a more national scale. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Uh, And if you don't remember, and a lot of people don't know this, uh, his you know how Yoda Suji had that excursion and uh, Yuya Uemura had the excursion over to TNA? Okada and Okada had one over to Okada's TNA. first excursion was to TNA, what, in like 06, 08. He was called Okato with a T. There's a famous picture. It's Okada, the Young Bucks, a couple other people. TNA had tapings in Universal Studios again. None of them were on the show, so they're all just going into the amusement park. That was the problem with TNA back then. Now I think that's a little bit corrected. I think Okada's probably Okada would be on every show, and if he uh, and if management uh, now was if they had the management now as back then, then he would have been like their best rookie. They would have been taking. Dude, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> We're filming. We're live on TV. 
We're not live, but I'm just saying. Well, we're not supposed to film this. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't. Oh, we're talking about Okada and um, where he's going to go. I, I, T, TNA does have a good, a better chance than most people would say. Um, I think the the place is all elite. I I think I, I think TNA's got a better chance than WWE. I think it's all elite TNA WWE. No, I, I'm I'm really on the TNA board here. I think there's with as AEW being as oversaturated as they are. Yes, they're bringing back the ranking system, so you can. There's a reason for everybody to have matches. Like we would have a reason to see. Osprey versus Okada just on TV because it's a rank part of the ranking story and uh, he could fight anyone weekly and it wouldn't need to do anything you know but you know you you want Okada to win right so who who do you have him lose to to go down in the rankings because he or do you want him to be at the top the whole time or how are you going to have him be world champion and not have Osprey well, or anyone else in contention? Are you going to give him the triple crown title? You've got a certain tier of wrestlers in all elite that are beyond a win loss. You've got Brian Danielson. You've got Will Osprey, soon to be. You've got well, John Moxley. These people, but win loss matters for the ranking I system. I get that. I get that. But people aren't going to. Brian Brian Danielson's recent I, loss. I just, I just don't think there's room. Look less at Brian I, Danielson because of his recent losses. The same with Kenny Omega. The same with uh, Okada. If unless the in. New Deal is moving to three hours, I don't see how you move all these guys and build all these guys at the same time when you already have people who are upset about not getting TV time. I think Osprey was a good pickup. I think you need more women pickups, but. I don't know if you need another top star in your company right now, and I think TNA and Okada would benefit each other really well because Okada would help them on a more national scale because more people in America know Okada than you think, and that's what they want to do. Of course, they're not going to leave Axis TV, but they're actually they're trying to build Axis TV. You know, on their graphics, they don't say watch on YouTube, even though you can. They say <laughs> yeah. come to Axis TV. So they're trying to get people to go on Axis, maybe. I don't know if Okada would really help people go out and get access, but they would get a lot more YouTube streams. They would get a lot more online views and this and that. So, And they can pay him. Match of the week. Well, I guess that moves us on to match of the week. Um, this one was a little bit difficult for me. I had three matches that I was kind of looking at. Didn't know which one's going to be honorable mention, which one's going to be match of the week. But I think honorable mention, it's got to go to the women's rumble for me. I, I, uh, I, I really, I thought that, not not for the first time, but for the first time where it's massively noticeable, the women's rumble was better than the men's, and it's being talked about widely. And for for that reason, I got to give it to them. Totally concur. We... Rarely ever discuss what our match of the week is for the show. We kind of hide it like our special little surprise for each other, uh, jokingly. Um, <laughs> and, and I mean, honestly, this this one's my honorable mention too. It, the match was really good. There was if if Katana Chance's uh, telephoning there is the only thing I got to complain about. Not much. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. 
Good surprises. Grace was awesome in it. It was good to see her. There were surprises. Our truth's little moment. That was funny. I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he thought it was the men's rumble. That, that was funny. Yeah. You telling me all oh, those women in there? <laughs> uh, man, I'm I'm struggling to find an honorable mention and a match of the year just because I can't pick between all. There was like six matches I'm thinking about in my head. I think. I think my honorable mention has to be the women's rumble. Um. But like I said, it's so close. There's like three matches that are just mm-hmm. I can't choose. So yeah, so all of us women trouble honorable mention. Uh, me, this was the this was the choice for me. I I I expected Danielson Nagata to be decent. I didn't expect it to be good, and it was really good. It was very good, to be honest with you. I watched it uh, twice today. Like Anthony said, he watched it twice today. Um, but. My match of the week has got to go with the match that I think personally got like restarts the ranking system. It's uh, Penta and Hangman from Dynamite. I thought that was a really good match, and man, Penta works his butt off. He is not, and I. W- they didn't give him the tag titles long enough. I don't think he's had singles runs or the trios titles long enough. I don't think he's been. Champion level in the eyes of the people, but he comes in and just gives it everything every time. Every Pinta match is great. There's lots of stories going on here. Pinta, great as a singles wrestler. Um, maybe with the ranking system coming back, that maybe he uh, all of these wins that he's ranking up actually mean something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I loved about this match is we all know um, AEW was built around Adam Page. Yeah. And that was part of this, his story when he won the world title from uh, Kenny Omega, and that's why it was so great. And of course, the Young Bucks and all—you know the story of that match. You can yeah, go watch yeah. it. But the first to pick the first match for the ranking system to come back, and it's Adam Page versus yeah, Penta. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen much Parallels, people. I, I haven't you. seen much people talk about that. So it's it's great that he is in the first match of the new rankings. Yeah. So that's your match of the week too. No. <laughs> I was just explaining it. Oh, go ahead, man. That is well. Obviously, my match of the week, the one that I've already watched two times this morning, <laughs> because it was very very enjoyable. Mister Yugi, Mister Danielson. Yuji, fine. See? <laughs> See? He doesn't let me get away with anything, guys. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Thank you, sir. Uh, Nagata, how about that? Is that good? Does yeah, that work? Good. Okay, good. Good. Thanks. Cool Great. Justice. I'm going to ground my son when I get home just because of that. <laughs> just for no, that. Just for that. Uh, no, no. I mean, it, it was a great match. It was one of those things where I expected it to be good, not great. Yeah. Not... Like I expected it to be a couple of old dudes rolling around on the mat, and, you know, like like showing the kids what what for and everything. They got out there and they went. They to, were good. They yeah. went to town. Like honestly, these young kids, man. Go, <laughs> Fuck them go, kids. Yeah, just go look at Nagata. Come on. Go look. And I think the best point of that match was because of Danielson selling for Nagata. Yeah. He uh, did. He did. My match of the week was actually the match that was. Very surprised of. I didn't think it was going to go as long as it did, and I didn't think it was going to be as good as it did, and I didn't know why it main evented. 
at first until the match happened. I'm going with Adam Copeland versus Minoru Suzuki. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can give you that. I can give you that. That was. Yeah, that was on there. Um. Wow, I it, didn't even put they, that. I they thought about started, it, but I didn't put it in my they, top three. Or whatever you know, there's there's starting of there's What's matches the where you start like yeah. hot from the ramp down. There's matches where you have like brawls outside before the match. They were in the match. The they sat opposite corners or up. No, I don't think no. It was side or it was you know yeah in the middle of the ring facing each other. Bell rings. And they were at 10, and they did not go down for what, uh, how, let me find how long it was, actually. <laughs> Just lost it. But yeah, yeah, no. It, it was, uh, they they didn't stop for the, which is crazy for their age. Well, it showed a side of Copeland that I don't think I've seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it really, I read some stuff about this match afterwards, and uh, Adam was talking, he said once he found out that it was them, you know. And they were actually going to be going because he had asked Tony if you know he could get that match. So he said once he found out that he actually had that match, he sat down and talked with him. He's like, "Man, we probably have so much combined experience in here." He's like, "How long you been doing this?" And you know, he told him, and then Copeland told him, and his was like three years less, you know. Mm-hmm. And Suzuki goes, "Ha, you're my young boy." <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's how you and, go. and and the match kind of read that way too, if you go back and watch it. But it was a full ten minutes. I think they. Might have went overtime too, or they at least uh, teased overtime. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that was my match of the week. Can I add something to this one too, Cobain? I, I kind of almost want to change my answer just on what you were saying. <laughs> you, you win me on that one, but I, I do want to point out what I did notice about that match. What I thought was cool. Now, you you realize that other than WWE. Copeland hasn't done anything. I mean, like, other than coming over to, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, like, there's, there, he really hasn't done anything in over 20 years for a different, co- like, anything, yeah. like, uh-huh. really different type of matches, different type of people to wrestle. You know, he didn't get a lot of Japanese wrestlers over in WWE, and if you mm-hmm. did, they were in NXT. Akira Tozawa. Yeah, there is. I mean, no, well, there's a there. Was there. I mean, it's just they didn't use him, and he well, was, he wasn't going to face Edge. Yeah. Ed, Edge wrestling Yoshitatsu. That's Yoshitatsu. But no, Edge, uh, I don't know. I mean, he, whether it's Yoshitatsu or whether it's Griff Garrison or Minoru Suzuki, that's one of the things Edge has said is he wants to. I'm pretty sure he wrestled Jimmy Wang to Yang face. too, but I don't know <laughs> if I would call that you. But no, he, he wants to face people like Suzuki as well as mix with people like Griff Garrison, as I mentioned. Rikata. Yeah, because Garrison, he said, is one of the young people who he might be able to have an effect on, who has a chance to maybe do something else growing and up, you know? That also just made me realize when you're talking about Adam Copeland wants to help the young people. Well, Suzuki was calling him his young guy, so it's all flip now. He, <laughs> yeah, he can't, you know. he, he's not helping the young guy. He is the young guy he in this the match. Guy. He is the young guy. He gets to learn from the master. The guy who Ken Shamrock once called once dangerous man who said he was scared of him. You're listening to Third League Radio. Uh, but anyway, that's it. We're getting out of here. Oh, we'll oh, oh. Pat McAfee opens raw. Uh, oh, gosh. Okay. Why did you have to do that? <laughs> we were trying to end on a positive note. I mean, yeah. I like him as an announcer. Still, my favorite announcer today is Nigel McGuinness. That was a kickoff, Sides. What are you doing, man? Ugh. 
We'll see you next week. It's third league.